Hi, I'm Monica, a.k.a. Miniature Mouse. I love boys, but I don't have one. And in fact, I've never had one. I could probably count on two hands how many dates I've been on in my entire life. And I decided it's time to change that. Hi, I'm Jess, and I love boys, too. And in the opposite way of Monica, I can't count on all the hands in America how many people I've had sex with. And yet, I still don't have a boyfriend. And I want one. And I'm Dax, and I love Monica and Jess in so many ways. They don't have partners, and that is a huge mystery to me because they're both incredibly attractive, so fun, so smart, and have so much to offer. So what we decided to do is examine these unhealthy patterns and bring in experts and outsiders to help critique us, advise us, guide us, pretty much call bullshit on us so that we can find the romantic companion that we're looking for. We started this thinking it was going to be just cute little dating challenges that we would go on and talk about and laugh about. Turns out it is very hard to be vulnerable in real time in public. Yes! I'm so excited! You're so lying. <laughs> we romanticize pathological love. One to ten. How much do you want love? Go. You can't even get the sentence out. I would just eat around it's it. It's a little selfish. Why do I want something? And then why have I designed a defense? We must put the chum in the water for the sharks to come, buddy. Monica's like, so apparently I have to join Raya this week. He, he likes fucking! You don't even have a kiss, a handheld, anything. Your frontal lobe is just in the way. Push-up bra, low-cut top. That's what you should be doing. We masturbate every night. Rob's too uncomfortable for this. Please enjoy part one, getting to know Monica and Jess with our dad, Dak Shepard. Monica don't like, Monica don't like boys. Monica loves boys. Jess don't like, Jess don't like boys. He loves boys. Monica and Jess, you know they don't like boys. How come we're marrying each other's hands, do you think? I don't know why. Do you have a theory? Soulmates. <laughs> Soulmate hand milk. ABR. So welcome to what is going to be a fun and thrilling experiment. That's we right. have We have long teased the notion of Monica Loves Boys. Yep. And then you and Jess realized what a diamond in the rough you have sitting right in your hip pocket. I feel like there's a big section of the country that doesn't have a good gay friend or doesn't live in a, a, a town that has a, a gay area. And then largely oblivious to all the fun stuff that Monica and I have found out. Yes. I did tell someone I was doing this today at the gym. And they're like, tell them right away that... Someone that is at HIV, they can drink out of someone's glasses and they're <laughs> fine. Like, literally, oh. like, someone's mom just said that to a friend two weeks ago in 2019, that someone had HIV and they said, make sure you don't drink out of his glassware anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so no. So this is why is this- we're doing this. <laughs> I feel educate. like that's a headline from 1989. I do, too. Yeah. But, but I, you, but you never, never know. know. But suffice to say, this is not that podcast. It's not. It'll right, inevitably right, right. be an exposure, probably, to the gay, the gay dating scene as mm-hmm. for a single man. But primarily, these two loves of my life, both are without a long-term partner currently. Yeah. I don't want to misrepresent your position. You, I'm a little nervous. You've got me on, on my heels. 
I'm editing. No one makes you nervous more, right? I don't make you nervous. No, not Ever. at all. No. <laughs> I wish I did a little bit. But no, you, they each come with different, it's a whole suite of things. So you and I have got into all kinds of naughty business together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel safe to be really naughty with you. Yeah. And you've yelled at me a couple times, too. A couple times. Yeah. A couple of amends have not come a, your Not way. big ones, though. Well, Monica's been on the business end of some amends as well. Yeah. I feel like I have to ask for them, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys are both, you both love boys. I mean, Monica's very known for loving boys, but to know Jess is to know that Jess loves boys too. And and, and I got to say, one of the things I applaud most about your appetite for boys is... It's a wide fucking net. When we're watching shows, right, Monica? Yes. It's the villain. He's got a limp. He, oh, he, yeah. He's supposed to look repugnant. And Jess is like, I think I'd fuck him. Right. I think I'd fuck him. Who was it, the craziest one recently that we were watching? And he was, well, definitely the Stranger Things guy, of course. But that's yeah, natural. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's guys at the my- Demogorgon? There's- <laughs> The Demogorgon. If you had a big dick, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, but there's guys at the gym. Well, you're not kidding. That's part of I'm the- not kidding, no. We'll get deeper into yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. throughout this but there's, process. But there's guys at the gym that- I call him, that's my boyfriend, and then that, I'm like, that's my regular boyfriend, because he's got, a, like, a three or four big flaws. And then there's other guys, and at one point my trainer goes, Jess, who would you not fuck? Like, let's play that game. Right. Yes. And I go, not a lot of people in here, not a lot of guys. I wanted to just preface, you have issues, <laughs> and I have issues. Yeah. They're pretty much the opposite ones. I got issues. Or so- maybe they're the same ones, but they are manifesting in the extremely opposite, opposite, opposite ways. ways. Yeah. Yes, and we will, over the process of this show exploration yes exploration we are going to deep dive into why we have these things Mm -hmm. and why they're manifesting the way they are and we're going to give each other challenges at the end of each episode so that we can evolve out of these patterns that are causing us to just be in our same space right we want to grow that's the armchair expert model right evolution I presume you'll bring in experts who... We will. Because I'll have opinions, but we're all so interconnected that most opinions I would have would probably be true. Well, we found out when I... the the time You and I have almost no arguments, Jess, Mm -hmm. over the last... How long have we been friends? Six, 17 years? 19. 19 years. Very few arguments. The ones we've had that were actually emotional is when I have been critical of who you date or critical of your approach in dating that cuts to the quick when we have that conversation yes. and and similarly when i monica you and i have them they they get emotional pretty quick relationships are kind of you're offering your whole self to someone or not offering your whole self to someone mm-hmm. like me and there's nothing more vulnerable it's about that. It's also ivory thing. tower of someone that has never had a relationship problem and has had banged the hottest girls and married the hottest women and and you like the, shut the fuck up. Not shut well, you can, yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, of course. Well, it's a, also we will dive into it. There's a whole other area which I've talked to Monica about millions of times of this gay issue with feminine and masculine and top and bottom and grinder and tinder and what have they gone through in their gay experience? Did they have a great? I mean, I was very lucky to not have a lot of adversity. What is it? Uh, no, adversity. 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 <laughs> I'm really pretty. But you say you're the only person I know that says as many words incorrectly as I do, which has revealed itself to be endearing to the audience. So hey. say um, the Latin phrase for tit for tat. Uh, pr- prid, prid quo quo. <laughs> <laughs> tit, 
Quid pro quo. You did it. Quid pro Good quo. Job. Quid pro quo. <laughs> you did it. But I would say the closer you are to somebody and the better they know you and the more you feel like they actually know you, the harder it is to shrug off their assessment of you. You know, like if I have like a, a third tier friend that's like, Dax, you're blank, right? It's kind of easy for me to go like, they don't really know me. Yeah. But it gets it gets harder when, when someone knows you really, really well and makes an observation, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's true. I also think you can know someone really well, and because you know them so well, you get locked in. Mm. Like, I could be locked in as someone to you, and Jess could be locked in as someone to you as well, Mm -hmm. because we've presented ourselves a certain way to you for so long. So I think it's harder to accept change from a person you've been around for a very long time, Yeah, personally. And just to bring everyone up to speed, so by my recollection, and maybe I'm wrong, you've had Two long-term relationships, Jess. Yeah, I have uh, three boyfriends total. Okay. One three months, one 11 months, and one broke up but then got back together, so maybe 15 months. Okay. And the first one when you were what age? 35. 35, right. And I lost my virginity at 30. So we're starting with the pretty honest assessment of the situation, which is neither of you are in long-term relationships. You'd both like to be in long-term relationships. Or do, yes. is that even true? That's not the point. The point is It's to, not The Bachelor. No one's getting married at the end of this. Well, we don't know. Maybe. Maybe that'll be the last challenge. <laughs> but the point is to get out of the yes. ruts, to break the patterns. Those are the hardest things to do in order to grow. I don't look at anyone in my life and I go, I need that. I, I think that I have curated an amazing group of friends and family members and an amazing life. I do think I'm my best self. When I had a boyfriend, I think I get into trouble and I think I get a little mischievous when I have more time on my hand. But when I have time to focus on someone else instead of myself, I like myself better. But I don't need a boyfriend, but I definitely would want one. The gay thing was very interesting to me. I had no idea, really. I'm like, why is everyone calling me Jessica? Like, I I was the star basketball player, and I had a girlfriend, and then I didn't understand it, really. And then I was also buying these guys $90 jeans and singing the national anthem before my own game. And, like, there was this thing where in 1980-whatever, 7 or 1990, I didn't understand it, really. Being gay was very—I think that's a thing, but I didn't understand it. So that— was all through high school. Really quick, when you were masturbating at that age, what were you thinking about? I think guys. I think guys. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know what being gay was. What I've always thought about, guys, even when I was four or five, I used to play around this this kid in Sweden, I remember. I always just thought it was normal. I didn't think it was like what gay was. And that was later on at 18 and 19, going to West Hollywood and going to Axis or these H&O over bars. I'm like, oh, this is a lifestyle. This is mm-hmm. this is wearing glitter and this is this and that. Well, it an was, identity kind that of. That was an identity, which I didn't understand for, for very long. Then I joined the Groundlings and then it was... No, I'm just funny. I want to. Mm. I was eight years there. I was. I was four classes a week. I was a one-dimensional. I would do gay characters. I would flirt with straight guys constantly. Like, but to were get their, you get, were you openly gay? I think I was. Yeah, I was. Like when I met about, you, you were openly gay. Yeah, I don't think I ever was in the closet, but I never had a boyfriend. I never kissed a guy. I never had sex. Right. So I was this one-dimensional, funny guy with a bit of a stomach and zits around my mouth and yellow teeth. <laughs> He loves to talk yeah. about the zits around I did. His I, mouth. I wasn't cute. I thought I was really cute. Dax will say, like, I, I thought I was so cute until I actually got cute. One of my things that I did want to think about is how, why I always needed these straight guys' approval and always wanted to make them 
think I was not a typical gay person, which was through my whole life, which was early 90s. And and when I met him in 98 or 99, at that, wow, I remember, you don't remember, just like, I need this person. I would write letters to Dax in class, just need this person's approval so much, mm. which I didn't want from women and or gay men. Still to this day at the gym, like there's plenty of gay guys at the gym that I'm not even talking to. Right. But those two hot straight one, I want them to think of me being gay as the third thing. Yeah, you don't right. want that to be the first. I want him to be like that identity. guy is super funny. He's tall. He's Great a jock. Player. He's a jock. All these things, and then like, and he happens to be gay. That's so cool. There's so many theories I have for that. One is they're unobtainable. If you could get them to like you, that what an exhibit of of your attractiveness. If someone would would not hard be- to get. Yeah, is is it that, or is it that the straightness uh, innately is is exuding some kind of masculinity, and you're attracted to masculinity? Like, do you have a, a theory on why that's the prize or the both? Uh huh. Like, you know what I really want in a perfect world in my lifetime, which I don't see it happening, is what girls are doing. They're dating girls for years and, and and being lesbians and then going back to being straight. Like, I want straight guys to do that. I want there to be a fluidity in yeah. it. Yeah. Which, Which I think well, we're increasingly, there. right, is yeah. younger people are more yeah. fluid But I don't think you can hope that for guys who aren't attracted to men, right, which right. you will still want that. I know. It won't be the guys who are fluid. Right, right. You'll still want the That's guy true. who doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It's inherently set up to be a disappointment on some level. Yeah. Like if I only liked lesbians, <laughs> you know? Right. There's a, probably only so many issues people have. Like maybe there's uh, oh yeah. like five actual issues and they're just getting disseminated in different ways and they're getting manifested in different ways. But I have all those issues. Yeah. And, you know, you said, I think maybe we'll find out it's this same side of the same coin. Yeah. Which ultimately on the outside, and I don't want to trigger anyone, I do think it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then just manifested in completely yeah, different the- ways. But from the outside looking in, so Jess dates a lot, and date is a strong word for what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. it's not the conventional date people are thinking from, um, you know. When um, Harry met Sally. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's, my best friend's wedding. It is a, it's a throw gay spaghetti on the wall, and let's see what hits. And I'm leading with sex sometimes, and I'm leading with dates sometimes. When they are pro, pro, pro dating only, I'm really heavily well let's have sex first if they're i'm only sex i'm only this and that i'm like let's meet at a bar first so i i want them to be i want the them opposite to be, of whatever they are i want them to <laughs> i want them to be able to hold their own at a white house and a bathhouse like i want them to be able to be cool in public that i can meet my rad friends and also be a beast in bed it's really a you're having thing. you're having a lot of sex Yes. <laughs> Not a lot as as much as I used to. I mean, there was a time where I came out at 30. I was 28 guys a week. Hold on. Let's just do the math on that. 28 oh, guys. Math? Yeah. So uh, seven times three would be 21 times four would be 28. So four, sometimes four. Se- uh, seven in one day was my Oh, max. wow. Okay, yeah. great. This was a long time ago, though, folks. But don't you think you go through phases of this? It'll never go away. It's streaky. There was a yeah. there was a period where you didn't fuck for almost a year, right? Or or, or only because oh, I was fat. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it is streaky. It's like there's a lot, and then there's none, and then there's a lot, and then there's none. You, not unlike look, I'll I'll say it. 
Jess has this incredible relationship with drugs and alcohol, which I couldn't maintain, that you can party really hard, but you don't have the frequency. Right. But you can go hard. I don't. I think hard is what you did. I've seen hard in some people's world. In Monica's world, I can go hard. Right. Yes, but right. not in a hard that I've seen in this community. Slash, hard for me is going three days. Uh huh. Yeah. But I can go three or four days a week a lot. Right. <laughs> right. I think what you're actually doing, you're be protective of the conclusion, maybe a little bit. Just explain. Like, that. yeah. There's just facts. Like you, you're streaky. Okay, got Sometimes it. you don't fuck a lot. Sometimes you fuck a yes. ton. Right, That's right, just right. a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're nervous. You're like trying to protect whether the conclusion of that is you're Correct. an addict or not an addict. Maybe I shouldn't even said the word addict. No. But it's just like the facts are I've known you for 19 years. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you fuck a ton. Yeah. And then sometimes you're not fucking for like what it feels to me like a year. Right. Yeah. You got to kind of take in those things and not try to adjust what it means maybe. I've never been single for this long. So they're starting. Yeah, I'm how starting. Long? So, so, so the last one was Greg, and that ended four years ago. And the boyfriends before that, everyone just landed in my lap, and I thought this was easy. So for the last four years, have been interesting for me that it's just not happening. I thought that was something that just happens. Did you meet any of the three? And I'm going to limit it to two personally, just because I've met two. Oh and yeah, hung you out didn't met the the 18 year old. Right. That was three months, and that was actually. I needed that so much. That was so exciting. And he had been out seven years and I was only out sexually five years. As much as that age difference was different, he was an amazing lesson in holding hands and writing each other notes and like being in love and taking each other to, yeah. And going to Laker games and giving each other flowers. Like I needed that at 35 years old. I didn't have that. Like at 16 years old, like most people do at proms. Yeah. So I loved that relationship. But, but the two that I'm familiar with, did you meet either of them online? Both. You did? I meet everyone online. I met Tim on Grindr and Mm -hmm. I met Greg on Tinder. Grinder and Tinder. And Tinder is more dating. dating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's the same people, and that's what I'm seeing now. It's They're just do, showing Whatever different sides in, yeah. of themselves and different pictures and nicer bios. Yeah. But I love seeing that they're on both because I'm on both, and I'm trying to pit each other against each other, sex or dating, Well, and they're all doing that. And I was wondering, when you see that somebody says they're only in it for dating, do you immediately assume, oh, they're bad in bed? Sometimes. Because I feel like that's what I would think. They're not. They're just interested in dating because they probably know that there's a high probability that they're going to enter these situations where sex is going to be first on the table. And they are like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a lot of guys like that. But I also think... Even if you're gay, you're going to fall into a stereotype of like, well, wait, I want to fuck all the time. And he's a dude. He should want to fuck all the time. If he doesn't want to fuck all the time, why doesn't he want to fuck all the time? That's suspicious. Like, you just, like, something stinks. But these are just, again, I know, they're stereotypes. Stereotypes of men in general that aren't true, that we've decided are true. They're not for everyone at all times. I didn't have sex with my last ex till five or six dates in. I think that's why it worked in a way. There right. is something to be said for, you know, 
cherries in the what's there's cherries in the juice or waiting for the Ooh, cherries in the juice. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. You know, like, oh. you save it all for the gander. I don't know. There's something oh, yeah. like so far. Cherries in the juice, save it for the gander. You know the saying you where you like old. leave them leave some leave some things On in the, the room. Leave some in, oh. in the engine. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. okay. Leave some money on the table. Yeah, so you can get it later. I don't know. You guys, I'm on to something. There's okay. the saying fact check says don't, don't give, give them, them the all milk the milk if free. you want to get the the cow. No, you there is you're, you're not going to buy the cow if you're getting the milk for free. Yes. Oh, that's the one. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> we found it. Wow. What a journey. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> we are supported by OK Cupid. You all know that Jess and I are very dedicated to becoming better at dating this year. That's what this podcast is all about. OkCupid has offered to help us out by giving us some tips to be better at this endeavor. So here are a few of them, okay? This will help us. Okay. One, update your profile often. This is a dating app hack. Ooh, we like hacks. love it. The more you update your profile, the more people you will be shown to. Two, stop sending hey as a first message. (gasps) That's really good because I think I, I do that. Literally anything you can do to make the message more meaningful will increase your chances of getting a response. And with OkCupid's rich profiles, you should have a lot of material for inspiration. You know what I like about OkCupid? They match you up based on the things that you're actually into as yeah. opposed to just generalities about you because they ask you like really cool questions. How are you feeling about the 2020 election? <laughs> do you listen to podcasts? How do you feel about kids? How do you feel about coffee dates? Ooh, you like coffee dates. I do. And by the way, it works. They're the number one dating app mentioned in the New York Times wedding section. So stop the mindless time on other apps and go to the app where you choose what matters. OkCupid is free. So I don't even have to give you one of those super long URLs with the code. Download OkCupid today and go on a great date this week. And then tell us about that great person you met. We might come to the wedding. We are supported by Helix Sleep. Mm. Jess, I think you're very unique. Monica, I think you're very unique too. Thank you. And you know what? Everyone's unique. And that's why we each sleep on a Helix mattress designed specifically for our body types and sleep preferences. Helix has a sleep quiz that takes two minutes to complete. It was so fast, so easy. easy. And they use the answers to match your body type and sleep preferences to the mattress for you. So if you like a mattress that's really soft or firm or you sleep on your side or your back, what do you sleep? I'm a side sleeper. Me too. I'm a side sleeper. But do you sleep hot? With Helix, they have all kinds of specific mattresses for each and everybody's unique taste. So yes, my mattress is a Helix Sunset, Mm. which makes me a side sleeper and I wanted some balance support and a little bit of a plush feel. And what are you? I took the test and I am a midnight mattress. So medium firmness and then side sleeper, so comfortable. Oh my gosh, isn't it the best? Yes, it's big for my body and it's so comfortable. And you hadn't replaced your mattress in like 10 years, right? (laughs) So this was- Nine years, yeah. And doesn't it make a huge difference having a nice new mattress? Yes. So go check it out for yourself. Go to helixsleep.com slash Monica. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Monica. It's also relevant to say that you guys, you two, Jess and Monica, live a block from each other, Mm -hmm. which is fun. And you guys often 
a couple nights a week go out to happy hour. We're going tonight. Yeah, right after this. Yeah. So you two are like girlfriends. You yeah. guys go out to happy hour and you talk about guys and relationships and all this kind of stuff in life. Sure, but but I'm going to have to be PC here and say it doesn't have to be girlfriends. Ah! Well, it doesn't because a be guy good. and a girl can talk about these types of things. Oh yeah, but I would describe Panay and I as girlfriends. Right again, that's that's a stereotype like that. of the way. Girls well, the reality, even them both, Doctor Wendy Mogul and Doctor Alex will say, guys don't like to look at each other in the eyes and talk. Like if you have a son, you should take him on a walk or play basketball because they've been trained. Yes, yeah, so that's just the reality of the world we live in. Hopefully, we'll train boys differently, but yeah. currently. It's rare for two guys to go out and look at each other across the table. I like to do it you a do lot. That. You yeah, do that. Yeah, I like time. that. Yeah. But I was also raised by a woman. I didn't, you know, whatever. I, I don't, I know that what I'm doing isn't the most common thing. Sure. But I'd like to make it way more common. And yeah. I think labeling it as girlfriend talk is not getting closer okay. to that. But I'm sure, just it's perpetuating them. Yeah. Okay. Because guys right. don't want to be girls, another thing that. Well, I do. But anyways, you guys go out to happy hour all the time. Yeah. And you really have fun and you have like, what do you have, wine? Sometimes wine, sometimes roll the dice. Oh, Should tell me about, roll, about the roll the dice. dice. Oh, I'll tell you about roll the dice. Yeah. Basically, it's pick your own spirit. You pick your own spirit and then they can choose your own adventure. So you could get something in a goblet that's creamy. You can get something on the rocks. It's more of like an old fashioned. You can get a mule that's going to come with like ginger. Oh. And then they walk it to you and then they describe it. This is a penicillin. It oh. has honey, bourbon, and then they just they build it for you. But oh. every single roll of the dice, they have to walk over and describe it. Oh, so you're getting a lot of FaceTime. It's when a you surprise. Order. Yeah. Oh, a surprise. But, a but we've been surprise. going so long that we're like, oh, goblet, red velvet. Like we'll know the name. Oh, yes. We'll know what's in it. We know all the servers i actually bring a lot of dates there too so now they're like oh thumbs up thumbs down like a lot of first dates are there because <laughs> oh. it's a block away from my bed yes i guess going back to the girlfriends thing yeah. i think the reason too i went there is it for me who's jealous of you guys being single and getting to go out at night for happy hour the irony and, and being uh, <laughs> jealous that you guys can drink and, yeah, I, and sure. I lost that right to me it sounds like sex in the city Sure. Like you guys meeting up for Cosmopolitans and talking. Sure. That's, I think, why I get ex- uh, jealous. Okay, now, Monica, you've, um, for the people who've heard it, the Denver Live show, we kind of got into your history with boys. Yeah, touched. But, touched. Well, we know there was the, the boy in junior high that you liked, and at the swimming pool, he said he liked you, but he couldn't be with you because your parents worked at Dairy Queen. Yes, that was a big, bad moment. And I would argue a pivotal moment for you. Oh, it was a watershed moment for <laughs> sure. A watershed. <laughs> it was, it was. It just confirmed all the things I was afraid were true, but yeah. was hoping that it wasn't true. You're like, I'm blending in. This is working. They're, they're not aware of the fact that I'm Indian. Exactly. And then he just fucking crushed all those all dreams. you slam dunked. He did. I'm very upset about that story. But you know what? If it wasn't that story, it would have been another story. It would have been something else to confirm the thing I was afraid was true because it was true. But <laughs> my long... It was true. Well, my parents he, do not work at Dairy Queen. No, they that don't. That wasn't true, but... And uh, it, I'm sure it would be hard for you to have any empathy for him. But I also imagine he liked you and he starts thinking, well, if I'm with her, then... I'm going to be like people are going to say, oh, my God, her parents work at Dairy Queen. So he, too, is operating on this fear. He got caught in that fear. Right. He obviously was afraid. But that, of course, I can 
be empathetic to a point. I mean, sympathetic to a point, probably, of that. Like, let me ask you, because you were already nervous about being other. Yeah. If you had taken a liking to the one Vietnamese guy (laughs) in your school... Do you think you would have gone, fuck, I like him, but I don't need another thing. I don't need to be the Indian girl dating the one Vietnamese guy. <laughs> um, Of course. You think that might have happened to you? I guess that's what I mean about well, the Well, it didn't happen because right. my self-loathing was so strong. Mm-hmm. I'm prefacing this as a horrible, horrible thing that's true, but I would never have been attracted to someone who wasn't what I deemed higher status than me. Right, the group you wanted to be in. Yeah. Yeah. So I would never have fallen in love with the Vietnamese guy at uh-huh. that age. You don't think, what if you were seated next to the Vietnamese guy and he started telling you about how much he loved Goodwill Hunting and then he watches the movie on his eyelids? Like you would have been like, oh my God, no. this is perfect, but there's no way. I would, honestly, I would have thought, oh no. This must be something that others do. <laughs> Jesus. And now I got to pick a new movie uh, and it's it can't uh, be that and I can't tell anyone that I like that movie. Right. So Sure. But it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's oh, it's horrible. But it's long been my theory and I've said it to you many times and said it on here many times and I've witnessed it in real life. I think post the swim party, mm-hmm. you miss when people are hot for you. Like, it really goes over your head. I've observed it. You shaking your head? No. I I have observed it. I was vindicated and proven right one time. No. Yes. I don't know how on earth you could still pretend that he wasn't attracted to you when you guys went on dates and made out. And I don't think he was attracted to me at, like, the parties. I think stuff. he was. I don't think people go on dates with people they weren't attracted to at the party. Also, when they have a lot of options. He has all the options. Also, when you go to a party, I'm scanning 18 people that I'm attracted to, and then I go on with the party. Like You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, not sure. Yeah, yeah, I already yeah. know the people I would have sex with, but I'm not. You could have been scanned without you knowing that you're hot and that you have nice boobies and a beautiful face, and then move on. And maybe just because he wasn't showing a lot of attention to me, it's already clocked. Right. But I also say she has a terrible muscle memory of basically the last time she acknowledged someone had those feelings because you did know that boy liked you, which is why you said to your friend, "Yeah, we were flirting. We yes. we liked each other. Yes. Right. Well, that's why it was so painful. Is it felt like oh, I'm never going to be able to have the thing I want mm-hmm. because of this thing I can't control." I'd linked that to the rest of my life. Yeah, and I, 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 for my own clarification, when that happened, did you think to yourself, oh, he didn't really like me at all? Or did you think, oh, he likes me, but he can't be with me because I'm other? That. Okay, so you did accept that he liked you, though. Yeah, I did. Okay, yes, good. But sure. here's the thing. You're outvoted. You're hot. Yeah. You have a fucking rocking body. Dudes get boners looking at you. That is Aww. a fact. That's just a fact. Jess is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying no, to imagine I, getting a boner. Looking no, at. I just, I I think they think it, but I don't think in this day and age now, people are heavily flirting and coming up and like, it is so much more nuanced now. Like In the 80s, guys would be groping you at the grocery store and they stuff. They weren't. I mean, I was three. You were a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just went on a date. I mean, I don't know if we're talk about that, but you, mm-hmm. he was, it was three hours. And yeah. it was nice, and I go, did he flirt with you? And you're like, I don't know. 
But there was. It's just this more yeah. n- n- hipster, 19, two, two, 2000, what is it? 19, it's 19, um, 19, 1918. <laughs> I think 19, that 19. they are all a little bit taking a step back and it's not going to be like nice tits like you're saying. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, it's going right, to be... Right. Yeah, like when Bree and I came out of the river there in Austin, the guy said, you got all the right shit. No one's really, I don't know that many people are saying that anymore. After the Dairy Queen, how long did you shut down? Did you know you shut down? Okay, so yes, that's a great question. Better than all mine. Okay, continue. (laughs) No, no, no. Have you ever been jealous of our friendship? No, really happy for your friendship. Oh, good. Because I really thought both of you need each other a lot. Because she is... The ultimate rule follower. Uh-huh. You're the ultimate rule breaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, he knows how to have fun. He knows how to be carefree and not overthink stuff. You like I see yeah. you guys as being very mm. beneficial for each other. I've always thought that. I and agree. I was so grateful when you guys met that you hit it off really quick. And I was like, this is exactly who each other needs. That's nice. What if the end of this podcast is you guys fucking on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when Monica laughs at my jokes, I secretly hope. That you think oh, she doesn't laugh at mine like that? <laughs> well, oh, well, no, we've had that yes, yeah, specifically. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. she can watch you go fucking <laughs> and make the ugliest face in the world and laugh and say, "Just do it again." And if I go like, "Fuck, he's a cool," she's already throwing out, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so I'm jealous You're of that. Totally for sure. her brother. That's yeah, so right. I'm, I'm still not her brother yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely his brother. I'm her little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry, you shut down. Yeah, so I kind of shut down, but I don't think I knew I shut down. And really what happened is I thought that I was just picking people I liked and I couldn't have them. Like I would pick Richard Accardi. He was a senior. Or was he a junior? Whatever. He He was older than me. By how many grades? I think two. Okay. That's and acceptable. He, he was on the football team and Ooh. he was so cute. And I would like draw pictures about Richard Accardi and Monica Accardi and Mrs. Mm. Accardi. Like I would do all of that. My friends and I would like make each other pictures and then trade them in the hallway about the people we liked and stuff. The thing is, like, we would do that, but my person was always a fantasy. I was never going to be with Richard Accardi, he didn't know me. I was a stranger to him. And my other friends would pick people who they would fantasize about and they would write Mrs. blah, 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 blah. But they would date those people. Right. Okay, but really quick, is it possible they were setting more realistic expectations than you were? Yes. I think that's what was happening is I was picking people subconsciously that was going to confirm this, again, idea I had that That like- no one would want to be with you. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And I do the same thing with these guys at the gym or these straight people or, yeah. Yeah. It's a very common thing. But why thing. are well, we here's, doing well, it? Well, right. and here's the part where I'll just jump towards the end, which I see in both of you. It's maddening to me. It breaks my heart. I could start crying that neither of you understand how attractive you are in the deepest, deepest, deepest way. And in different ways, but it's the same. And it's heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, I see that about Jess. I see that about Monica. It's intense. You're right. It's yeah. intense. And, it, and it, it almost makes me angry. It's all the narrative. I didn't start dating until this age. Yeah. Guys mm-hmm. in the gay community yeah, yeah, are this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. People don't like that. It's all, uh, and it's what all is, a story. And hers is I set my things too high. I'm going to self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. I'm th- This guy's never going to like me. It is maddening. It is interesting that this is happening because 
I've seen that a million times when we're talking. I just want to kind of shake you. I mean, I'd hurt you because I'm <laughs> uh-huh. 230 pounds. Yeah, Jess pounds. is six. Jess is the tall friend we always yeah, reference. I'm 6'5", 225. Well, technically, he's a freak. I think the <laughs> scientific term is a freak. Uh, oh, you're the barometer of all things tall in our life. Right. Like, if we see a giraffe, they go, I think that's two Jesses. Aww. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> you, you're, you're synonymous with tall. I will say one thing, though. I think we are insecure in conceited bodies. There's a part of us that are, are very confident. And there's a, a juxtaposition that is interesting because we we don't Well, there's have... a difference between confidence and self-esteem. Yes. You guys are yes. both confident. Yes. You're both smart enough to know that you can't pursue comedy and be insecure on stage. It will not work. You're both smart enough to have recognized that. You, Monica, are smart enough to know that you have to walk into a audition and exude confidence and shake the person's hand and look in their eyes and be self-assured. But that doesn't mean that you go home and look in the mirror and go, of course uh, that guy I like would like me back. Those are like Mm -hmm. two completely different things. Yes. And then my complaint about you, which we, this is where it always gets heated between you and I is you're an absolute unicorn. And then you're trying to play a game that is just pedestrian and for everyone. And it's so frustrating to me. And you'll say, in the gay community, people are more aesthetic, blah, 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 blah. And I know all the reasons. But in my mind, you just said it. You don't fuck when you're not in the shape you want to be in. And you fuck a lot when you're in shape. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And the least, the least, it's a hundredth on the list. If I was listing things about Jess, even when you're at your peak physical fitness, and I was telling a friend of mine about Jess, or on this podcast, I've talked about you 1,100 times, Never once have I mentioned you're in good shape. I don't give a flying fuck. It is the least interesting thing about you. It's the least magical thing about you. No one that knows you and loves you would even list how you physically look in a list. It's like me thinking people like me because I'm a good driver. Right, but someone that has been known as the funny guy and that is fun around parties or make us laugh or do this joke, Jess, or be this thing. You want what you don't have. Yeah. I want to be hot. Yeah. I want to feel like... Me too. I, Me too. I have, exactly. I have always, since I was young, has been about sing that song be the jester or all that. And I'm not, poor me, I love that part yeah. of it too. But I want to be touched. I want to be like, dude, that guy's lips are amazing. Mm. That guy's hair, I want to run my hands through his hair. I want to grab his hand and like, I, everything I want is physical. Yes, I have the exact same thing. We've talked many times on here. I, I would want for someone to say after they met me, in order, he's hot. But it's maddening when you say it. I'm so sorry. I love you so much. But when I first met you, that is all I thought. I mean, you were this tight wife beater with your tats and you were tan and you were funny. And you were just tan? like, we walked out and saw. You lost walked, me a tan. He was. He was. He was tan as fuck. We walked out and saw your, you got on your motorcycle. It was me and it was our teacher and she was head over heels. And I'm like, sick him. I love him. Can, but I can't sick him. Can you sick him? And she was going for you hard. I'll never forget it. I'll never well, forget true. it. Well, that's true. The difference is I believe in your insecurity because I know you well. Mm-hmm. But your insecurity in that way has not stopped you Correct. in this no, realm. I was about Correct. to go down that path, which is, I now here's what I will grant. Both of you, there's a difference here. You weren't being you in high school. Mm-mm. So you weren't having the experimental phases I was where 
I was very insecure ninth and 10th grade. I think I looked like a monster mm-hmm. and I was too skinny and I had fucking acne zits around my mouth. <laughs> I had braces on. Oh, okay. And then I had a perm on top <laughs> and then long straight hair and back. And I didn't have the fucking Jordans and all the Z Cavaricis everyone had. All list, 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 yeah, list. Yeah. But I was able to experiment and just try saying hi to a girl mm-hmm. and being very confident and trying to not, even though I didn't believe it in the moment, trying on a character where I was confident. And I'll grant you, you didn't have that. I don't, can't expect you to have done what I yeah. did, which was, okay, I'm not betting on my looks. That's off the table. I don't feel good about my looks. I have to, I'm, but I can make people love me with my personality. And I got to experiment with that and it worked. And then I'll also say to you, it's not it's not the same for you either. It's not fair to you, Monica, because in general, guys aren't going to date a girl based on her personality first. So even in the depths of your insecurity, I agree that it's more challenging for you to go, but I'm just going to be the smartest, best, funniest girl in the world, and the jock's going to want to date me anyways. So I recognize that both dynamics are different. I was able to find a confidence based on my personality where I believed I could land any girl. I was lucky enough to be a straight white male in a high school where I could experiment with that. You really couldn't. You really couldn't. So those are the handicaps I'm giving True. you. True. I don't know if she doesn't think she's hot. I think she, I, I'm just saying, I, if I can be a little bit honest, I think you think you're a little better than everyone. In some, oh, okay. okay. I think. I, I mean, I'm just saying. In maybe it came across. But, well, but I think it's more specifically. You think I want the best one, mm-hmm. and the best one's not going to like me. Yeah, that's what it I is. mean in, yeah, a, I in think, a nutshell. Yeah, you definitely don't think you're better than people in life. That's not what I meant. I think I know what you mean in that. I do think there are a lot of people. That I'm not attracted to. Yes. And that's not even, I think, I know that from life and experience. Maybe this has been another learned pattern of like, I'm just going to turn that part off. You know, I used to, as every girl did when we went into like a party, like you're picking, like who's the one I'm going to like at this party. Uh, I did that so many times. And then, you know, that gets so exhausting when nothing comes to fruition and things are coming to fruition for everyone else that you turn things off. But again, you were, you were at one point, you admit picking guys strategically out of your league so there'd be no expectation that it could happen. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I've grown into that conclusion. Yeah, and so I think when you do that, you do shut off your uh, radar for the guys that would like you. And you you don't try to find your way in to people. Yeah, but this this is where Jess is right. I do feel like... You deserve the best. I do. I think that's a great thing. I, that there shouldn't be an out of my league. I don't but think the, there but is. But I do then feel like there is. We are supported by Athletic Greens. I love Athletic Greens. Same. It is an ultimate daily all-in-one health drink with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, which makes it easier for you to get comprehensive nutrition without the need for multiple pills, powders, or complex routines. It's the most complete supplement for a better you. And I take this every day. Same. And I have so much energy. You can feel the difference before and after. It tastes so good, too. And ice-chilled water, shake it up, 
So delicious. It tastes so good. Athletic Greens does not compromise on ingredients and sourcing. It's gluten-free, dairy-free, keto, paleo, and vegan-friendly, and contains no harmful chemicals, no pesticides, no GMOs, or funny additives. It's trusted by some of the world's top performers, entrepreneurs, athletes, and Olympians, and the armchair expert Mm -hmm. himself. If you were to take each supplement individually, it would be the equivalent of 12 to 14 pills a day. That's way too many. Plus, the antioxidant equivalent of 12 servings of fruit and vegetables. You'd be hard-pressed to find more comprehensive nutrition in one spot. So whether you're taking steps towards a healthier lifestyle or you're an athlete pushing for better performance, Athletic Greens takes the guesswork out of everyday good health. Why not just try it? Jump over to athleticgreens.com slash Monica and claim my special offer today. 20 free travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash Monica. We are supported by stamps.com. Jess, postage rates have gone up again. Oh my gosh. Thankfully, Stamps.com eases the pain with big discounts off post office retail rates. With Stamps.com, you save five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off shipping rates. That kind of savings really adds up, especially for a small business, which we have and we use to ship all of our merch. Plus, Stamps.com is completely online, which saves you time. No more inconvenient trips to the post office. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease, 24-7, for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money, and no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage, and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Monica. That's Stamps.com. Enter Monica. Let's double back to another really great and honest conversation Monica and I had years ago where I was asking her about her history, and she was saying that she had liked this person a lot for a long, long time. And then ultimately she ended up going to his apartment and they kissed and stuff. And then immediately it was over her attraction to him. Oh, and I said, do you suffer from what I suffer from? Which is, I like this person. I like this person. I like them. Oh, wow. Wait, they like me. They must not be as good as I thought they were or they wouldn't like me. Yeah, that's the and, main That's the main through line. of. You think that too? Yeah. That's oh, what, yeah. Really? That's what happened yeah. to her in this one specific. Oh, I thought you were to say that his house was dirty. Wait, what? When you were like, he got back to where his apartment and you guys kissed and then it was over because his house was really dirty. No. That's what I thought you were going to say. Jess <laughs> has a bad opinion I know, Monica's me. house is dirty. She doesn't feel at home. She's never there. Well, again, because I had all these years of picking people who were not really going to even pay attention to me because they were so good. They were movie stars of your school. Yeah. Yeah. So if then they started to pay attention, it's like, oh, I was wrong. I picked the wrong person because- I misevaluated their status and appeal. Correct. I find it a little bit unattractive when people are attracted to me. Wow. That's so deep. Oh, my God. If we could jump into each other's bodies- for this challenge, I would kill. <laughs> this one's body. a body swapping challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing because we have the literally the opposite comfort zones. We do. Well, can I ask you though? So we'll call him Mike. Mike was high status in all the ways, and you liked him. There was a period where you were really intrigued by him. Uh, yeah. And you thought, well, he would never like me. Uh huh. And then he proved that he liked you. At what? 
point during that process where you're like, I don't know if I like him as much as I thought? Because I remember, it's not like he had done anything weird. It's not like you came back and you were like, well, we hung out all day and I found out like he's just um, full of himself or he's this, that. No. There was no red flag. No, there wasn't. He didn't. He he was great. And fun and engaged. Well, he was more serious he's than you were really expecting. Fun, but, um, but, <laughs> but Mike, I don't think I ever liked him. Really? I think I picked him like mm. I want, like I did in high school Ricoli. when I walked into the party and I was like, ooh, who's the single person who's the, 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 hottest. the hottest or highest status or most whatever. Again, this is subconscious. I'm not, right. I think it's disgusting. No, I, no, it is. It I is. think you no, should reserve not. any kind of judgment about how yeah. you feel well, about but something. It, you could say it's not productive ultimately, but to say it's disgusting or you're bad or a shitty person because you have these feelings, I think is... Well, I think it's a habit I'd love to break because I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's... Leading anywhere. Anyway, so I think I did that Mm -hmm. and... And so I picked him, and it was based on nothing. Mm -hmm. So then when I started to get to know him, it was like, oh, great. Like, he's good, but I'm not really super attracted to him. Mm Mm-hmm. I want you to feel that thing that I felt maybe twice or three times, which is that butterflies thing, excitement, kind of in love thing that would make you want to go on a third or fourth date with whoever that person is, I guess. Me too. Yeah. See, now that's interesting because I, I have a different opinion on that, which is that's a dangerous barrier of entry. I'll preface to say mine, Greg... That 15 months was not realistic. It was a nine. It was a 10. It was everything. It was flying across the country. It was scavenger hunts. It was five sex five times. He was a 10. He had 4% body fat. This person that looked like this and this status liked me meant everything to me. And it it wasn't going to last. And he was 26 years old and it wasn't going to go anywhere. But that feeling took me and evolved me to something that I've never felt before, regardless if it was healthy or not. I loved that I experienced that, and it was still a pivot point in my life. So even if it's not healthy or healthy, I want you to experience some kind of even bad breakup where where I cried for six months. Like Any of this stuff that people have done at 16 years old and 18 years old and 22 years old that Mm -hmm. I've barely done, I want you to experience at some point. And I was only, I guess, pointing out is I think – we suffer from one of the same liabilities, which is you're so pragmatic, you're so goal-oriented that you're evaluating on a first date whether you could marry someone or not. Spend a lot of time with the person. Yeah, even that. And I would just say in the AA way, that's like trying to get sober for 20 years. It's like you can just get sober today, and then tomorrow you can be sober. And so you can just be on this date. And you really mm-hmm. don't have to evaluate anything. And you can, you're allowed at any time to be on that fourth date, that fifth date, that sixth date and go, oh, I'm not having fun anymore. Right. And I'll end it now. Yeah. Like allowing yourself to not head things off at the pass because you're pretty sure they're going a certain way. You know, I just think I have suffered from that yeah. in the past. And I've probably missed knowing really good people and, yeah. In my own experience, meeting Carrie was a thunderbolt lightning experience. Meeting Bree was a thunderbolt lightning experience. Meeting Kristen was not a thunderbolt lightning experience. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a bit later 
yesterday and <laughs> this morning was a finally got that bolt of lightning <laughs> but then somehow that's the most sustainable of those three yeah what did it, did the thunderbolt come or did you just realize like oh i'm in love with her i thought this person is so fun to talk to yeah she does voices she's funny yeah she can banter this yeah. is really fun yeah and it can just be that and then I do remember, like, you know, a year in going, my God, I feel the way I felt about those other two. And I, weirdly, I feel like this is the earned version. Mm. Like, I now have decided I love everything about her. And I maybe didn't at first. As opposed to, I love everything about this person. Mm. And then slowly yeah. you're like, oh, I guess I don't love this and I don't uh. love that. I feel like if I had to do it a fourth time, I think I would prefer the Kristen approach where it's like, just chill, just enjoy the thing that you like. You have no idea what level of traction you might have eventually uh, because you have this bond. I think we all can admit attraction's all mental. There's nothing just objective about it. Yeah. And so there's no saying what you would think is attractive. You can't say that something's attractive or unattractive. Right out of the gates. I don't think you could have gotten that thing if you didn't have those other five girls or those other things that have led up to that, that high school crush versus the Thunderbolt versus when you were single and having the wild time of your life and you're famous dating mm -hmm. girls and then leading to Kristen. That Thanks for was calling it dating. Uh, <laughs> well, Jess is calling his own stuff dating, so I guess he has to yeah. call yours dating. I yes, that's your story is so beautiful. But those twenty girls before that were the stepping stone in a great way for you to maneuver your body and what you need. And we don't have that experience yet. And we right. and my spaghetti on the wall thing is probably not healthy. But I'm hoping that I something. Well, I clicks. think you're, I think you guys are taking opposite approaches. Hundred percent. Which uh, is why this will be interesting. Total opposite approaches. Yes. And neither getting the results you maybe want. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm wary to think that having a relationship is the holy grail. I am wary no. to say that we're whole, not whole and complete as people because we are the only single people in our group. I battle but, but that. Can I say why that doesn't even apply to either of you? It's not like either of you... Or sitting at home in your bedrooms going, I got to meet somebody because no. my life's incomplete. You guys have no. super full, busy. You don't yeah. even, it's not even like you're maybe even daily or weekly even aware of the fact that you're single. I'm on the apps more too much. Right. I would, that is definitely something I would work on. You don't have time to be but on the apps. But yours is almost its own, that's its own thing, which yeah. we'll definitely talk about. <laughs> It but, is. Yeah, that's taking, it's kind of all consuming for you. Yeah, talking yeah. to four or five different guys, which one's going to be a date and going on second and third dates and one guy's unavailable because he just came out a year ago. It is like, well, look, I'm, I'm I, dating a couple people at the same time. I have been in the exact headspace yeah. back when I was single and had my space. Mm -hmm. And I, <laughs> so I know what you're talking about. And it is. Nearly yes. all consuming for me. It, yes. it was impossible to check my 
messages at the end of the night to see who responded. Fuck that. I'm checking all day long to see if someone sent me a picture or, I mean, it's just on. For me, when it's on, it's I'm on. triggered when you compare yourself to me. Uh-huh. A lot. I know you are. Why? Because I'm the I'm his example of an addict. I'm the thing that makes him feel safe that he's not an addict in any way. That's half of what got me sober is I was running out of people that were worse than me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm the person everyone's comparing. Themselves. I don't know. That was it. I just, I feel you bond with me in a way that we bonded with 20 years ago mm-hmm. over drugs and sex. And we're not those people anymore. And I still have some of that. But what would be, can I ask you, cause I, you, you defend this a lot and you protect this a lot. And I'm just asking you, what if you were addicted to those apps and sex? What does that say about you? What do you think that says about you to say, yeah, I'm addicted to those things. <laughs> I would have to admit that my life was unmanageable and that I would have to seek help, and Mm -hmm. I don't feel that. Do you think that makes you something different? Like, you don't want to be an addict, but I'm an addict. What's so bad about me? I like indulgent. That's the word I like to use. But he's asking, All that aside, what are you allergic like, like what, to? Yeah, like wh- worst case scenario, I'm I'm saying to you that I think you might be something I am. I'm not ashamed of this. So I'm just curious, what what are the stakes that you were an addict or not? I don't know. We'll find out. What our arguments have been in the past and what I get a little heated about, it's when you tell me to put ugly pictures of myself on, on Tinder instead of really hot curated ones or dates. Well, I don't that's, not really that's not he's, what he said. You said put a regular picture yeah, without that. You said ugly. No one puts regular pictures. You said ugly. Okay. Which tells me you hear ugly. And he said a real picture, not an ugly picture. And I'm going to say that okay. at okay. some point during this too. <laughs> I'm not honest pictures, not you're saying right, instead right, of a right, super right. hot picture. Yes, a hot picture. You're hot. Right. Any of your real pictures are going to be that. No one's saying that's mutually exclusive, but when you put a picture up from 15 years ago. It's not 15. Okay, well. <laughs> I did have a uh, two, 3 months ago. I left the guy's house and um it was really hot. We had sex. <laughs> Uh, two weeks later, I go, do you want to hang out again? He's like, oh, I mean, I might uh, hook up like a threesome. I don't think I want to do one-on-one. If you get a hot guy, I'll join you guys. You need to update your pictures. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, uh, it was the worst and best thing. And it just went through my veins because I've been on plenty of dates lately in real dates where the guy was like, yeah, not really match. You're a little aggressive for me. And I was like, cool. I love that about myself. Uh huh. It was, I think I'm aggressive and I'm a lot and I ordered 18 appetizers and I eat really fast and I'm just, that's me. And I didn't, it didn't bat an eye. I'm like, cool. Good luck with everything. But when he said, update your pictures. Yeah. It triggered your darkest fear. It was just awful and great. And I smiled. I go, yeah, I probably should do that. And then I blocked him. Uh, well, uh, it's a lot. It's all yeah. of this is so layered on layered. So sometimes my trigger with you, Dax, is that it's a it's a blanket statement. It's just you should do this. And I go, oh, there's so much more underneath it. Like you said, where the river starts instead of where, mm-hmm. the, where it ends, you know, uh, and why we're doing this. And that's why this is so exciting and nerve wracking for me. Yeah. And I think it's going to be um, really cool. But again, if, as your friend, if I saw that you were trying to regularly compete in the gay Olympics as a sprinter, I would say to you, I don't understand why you're trying to compete with sprinters when you're a phenomenal basketball player that's won three gold medals in the Olympics. 
which you have, by the and way. Jess yes. has won gay gold medals. I have won. Not gay gold medals. <laughs> gold medals in the gay Olympics. No, There's nothing gay about those medals. The medals are pretty gay. <laughs> they're pretty straight. No. <laughs> I'm saying that there are a thousand guys in LA, maybe a hundred thousand guys in LA that have better bodies than you. Why yeah. on earth is that what you're going to fucking compete on? It's just because so you, stupid. <laughs> because you, that's why I lure people to these dates. And I do do well on these dates because that's my thing. But to get them on the dates, you need no, these pictures. No, they feel to lied get those to. Guys. No, 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 no. To get those guys, you do need to have those pictures. My first one, guys, my pictures aren't that bad. And they're, I've, they're current ones. I'm so embarrassed. Plenty of guys I'm going on multiple dates with and plenty of guys I'm having sex with multiple times with those pictures being fine. But just, you're, you're starting <laughs> the date. <laughs> you're missing I know, the point. I know. I'm starting the date you're in You're selling one thing and you get a buyer that's yeah. in the market for that thing. And that's fine. You're right. Those guys do want to fuck the version of you that's the got the lowest body percentage fat. There's no argument there. I totally agree with you. But I would suggest that the person you're going to end up growing old with on a, on a fucking swinging chair, that's not what they're going to be in the market for. They're going to be me meeting Kristen and saying that personality, I must be with that personality on a fucking rocking chair. And so uh, I, I'm not expecting any more of one of these guys than what I did. Mm -hmm. I think it's the least interesting thing about you. Well, about anyone, to be honest. Well, no, some people have shitty personalities and they're, or they're not bright or funny or fun to be around and maybe their body is the best thing about them. Oh, yeah. And those people should live in the gym and then they should sell Maximize that product. that, yeah. I but guess that's true. Your, your thing, you can, you, by the way, I'm, you can be in great shape. I'm not telling you not to be in great shape or that not to be an aspect of you, but I definitely just think it'll always be the last most interesting thing about you. In the the least among many reasons that someone would want to spend their life with you. But as you said, we're trapped in we want the thing we don't think we are. Yes. And in theory, I love those things you're saying. And I 100% would in a perfect world want that. You also, in all fairness, it's just an experiment you've never tried. What, what vacation were we on when you said I'm at heaviest point? Was it um, Fallbrook? Fallbrook. <laughs> if you took your worst picture from Fallbrook... It's next to Monica where my stupid... I love that picture. I know, but my huge stomach coming out and in a comment said, suck it in, Jess, was one of my cunty friends said. Mm -hmm. Who also felt very insecure about their appearance. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And so what I'm saying is what we know for sure, I could be dead wrong, you could be dead right. That'd be great. You've never tried that experiment. You never led with the worst physical version of yourself, Fallbrook. And then seeing, <laughs> we're going to call it Fallbrook, Fallbrook physique, and seeing who wants to go out to dinner with you. And then when you get to that dinner, they're like, oh my God, this guy's so much thinner in real life. That's cool. He's over delivering already. And you're like, well, fuck, I got a lot of latitude now because he, he went on a date with the Fallbrook. I'm free to be me. We just haven't had that experiment. You've never gone on the dates with guys who wanted to go on a date with you after seeing Fallbrook. We just don't know. So it's all theoretical and it's all narrative. Sounds and story. like a challenge. I was just about to say. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So as I said, we're going to give each other challenges, Jess and I, at the end of each episode. And then at the beginning of each episode, we will reconvene about those challenges and how they went and mm. all of that. And at the end of this episode, we'll start with Dax giving us a challenge. Now, I mean, I'm inclined right off the cuff to say, because I think 
you guys have such opposite approaches. Mm-hmm. Switch bodies. Well, basically, like I'd like to see Monica go on two dates in the next week. Two? Oh my fucking Wait, god! Wait, that's extreme. And I'd like you to only go on one date. And I would like. Oh I have like four set up. I would like for you. <laughs> I have four set up. I do. I would like for you just to make a list of what you want the guy to be, and it can include anything physical. Okay. So I am in, uh, I have about five or six guys in rotation right now. So this should be a, a new person. Yeah. You got to go out with a new person. Do I sound like a monster? No. <laughs> no. Oh man. Well, look, Dan Savage talked about it. It's not a, it's not a secret that gay guys can have sex a lot more right. than straight guys. And Dan Savage's takeaway, which we loved was make the world safer for women. And they'll want to have sex as much because they want yeah, to, they're yeah. just afraid mm-hmm. of slut shaming and the danger to them. So what we get to see with guys is where both parties feel very safe right. and horny as hell. And so you can fuck more. And yeah. then there's, there's apps. And even, I think, I do think this is relevant before we get into how your dates go. I think people need a precursor. Something Monica and I were absolutely fascinated by and loved is that some of the cultural norms in grinder dating is someone may come over and they may step into your house. So this is my truth. Yeah. The lead up is great. There's a lot of sexting. We're in a 40 minute span. So how long is it going to take you to get there? Sometimes I'll GPS how far they are away. They're driving over. I'm getting ready. I'm making You're douching. Sure I'm douching. I'm making uh-huh. sure my, oh my God. The pH balance <laughs> is right. I'm making sure that uh, everything's set up. I'm definitely cleaning up my room a bit. I throw a lot of the stuff in the closet. Then I'm downstairs. <laughs> then I'm downstairs pacing, checking uh-huh. my breath. Then I'm texting him a little bit. They're pulling up. I just, I get a lot of just parked. Then mm-hmm. my pussy quivers a little bit for the just PQ. yeah PQ for the just parked. Uh-huh. Uh, I meet them halfway through my courtyard, so I want to see a good lighting. Mm. I, I want to see a walk. Oh. I want to see if he's bringing it. A lot of somebody. Why are you bringing a backpack? Like oh. so, I get so right you up. What, do you look what car they're driving? No, you, no, because okay. I drive. The That's mine. what I would do. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Okay. So they're walking up. That's telling. They're sizing me up. I'm sizing them up. They get into the foyer, <laughs> still like size, sizing up. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How was the drive? Not too far. Awesome. Do you want a, a water? Now, I've bottled water. Now, sometimes they want a water. A lot of times they're like, no, I just had one. Uh, I had one in the car. Or they're holding one. I just <laughs> Then we just fl- start making out. Right. Then there's grabbing. There's touching. I'm going down to because I get dick pics often. Oh, I just pictured my parents listening to this. Uh, I'm feeling for... Quality of life. I'm feeling to feel, see if this is all going to match up. I feel like advertising. You're yeah, all for- that making out, making out, little grab. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm down. He's like, Yeah, you want to go upstairs? And then other times, yes, other times, uh, I'm not feeling it. And he goes, I get it, man. And they they quickly put their clothes back on. They grab their shirt. Nice meeting you. Very jovial. Nice. Very like, this has happened a million times. We're used to this. Mm. And that has happened to me. Right. Right. On the flip side. Again, and just not not to put too fine a point on it, but it's generally like, if you say, I don't think it's a match, it's um, pretty immediately after you've seen their penis, right? You don't want to say yes, but yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so what I find (laughs) amazing and so different from my experience hooking up with women is if I were to ever look at a woman's <laughs> vagina and then immediately stand up and go, we're not a match. 
I have to assume that woman would start crying. Yeah. And it would be a very emotional ride for the next That's, few hours with evil. us. You'd be, you'd be a horrible person. <laughs> I'd be a horrible person. Yeah. And, and just that right there tells me this is fascinating as an anthropologist. This, these are completely different courting cultures. Again, not we're not saying all gay guys do this, right. but in your the culture you're emerged in is dramatically different than the one I was, and I find that fascinating. I love it. I have zero judgment of it. It's just completely different, and I think it's very interesting that guys are like, yeah, cool, I get it. What, I do, like, I, like what I do like about it is that, for me... I don't think about it afterwards. If these people were leaving and I was like, I shouldn't have done that. I feel bad about myself. Was I mean to him? Mm -hmm. I have none of that. Either that makes me a sociopath or it's just transactional. No, I I think I I really do think it is transactional. And I've never, ever had a really bad experience as far as you know, violence or scary mm-hmm. or robberies, which is what most people would think about. You have so many people coming to your house, your actual house. Yeah, that's a liability. Uh, or big time. what I what I think that the truth is in you know what the response is. So if they just go like, "No problem, dude. That's great." No one can fake that that well. I right. think I think that's the truth. Well, no, yeah, it's the it's the culture that's been set up. You guys both know what you're entering. Yes. You both know that there's a chance that this isn't going to continue past the water. You know, but no girl is ever entering a scenario where they think that might happen. And so then that's horrible to do to somebody if they don't know what they're getting themselves into. But I do know that Tinder for women has been used as more of a sex site for straight guys and that girls are doing these hookups. Granted, they might want a cocktail before, but they are they know what they're in for. But they're not expecting to get rejected Correct. based on their body part regardless Correct. of yeah. the hookup well as right. much as we, uh, we do agree male and females are way more similar than different and that's been exaggerated how different they are i do just think also this is in, whether that's societal and how we raise boys but there, that's a male female difference I yes think. i don't think lesbians it's not a gay thing it's not like if lesbians meet in the foyer and one of them looks at each other's Vagina says we're not a match. I think that's still going to be a big issue. Yes. Yeah. 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 Pretty heartbreaking issue. I had a guy like Kaiser Soze Sixth Sense. I saw that all his pictures, (laughs) you know, all his pictures had sunglasses on. And he got to my house at night with sunglasses on. And then he went up, we already got up to my room and the sunglasses were on. And I'm like, oh no. Glass eye? It blind. was blind. No, he would have had a stick. It was. Uh, he can't yeah. drive. Over well, I can't. Can. I mean, it's, it's horrible. But yeah, like a disfigured okay. uh, ogre eye. Okay. <laughs> An asymmetrical eye. Yeah. Eye. Okay. Now, how did the glasses come off? I asked him. You asked him, and he was slow to. And he showed you, and then did yeah. you say, "Oh, I, cool, put him, no, put, he him put him back a on. condom on." No, I got further, and then I couldn't, and I just like I've I've gotten pretty far and stopped. You have stopped. When I stop, sometimes I go way too further than I ever should have when I knew it was a no. Yeah. I'm like, maybe my instincts will kick in. Right, you're training. <laughs> my training. <laughs> Your training will take over. I feel bad because I'm like, oh, Jess, you should have just done it. 
<laughs> but I would never say that to a straight to girl. A girl. Oh right. my God. I'd be like, if you didn't want to. Yeah. Or even a guy probably. I'd be right. like, don't do that. You're better you... than that. You've never said you're better than that, Jess. <laughs> well, because you didn't want to. So don't. I, right, I right. did it. I did it. I like had this correspondence with a gal over the internet and she had sent me a lot of pictures and uh, she and I was attracted to what I saw and then she came over to a hotel room I was at, and I opened the door, and I was like, okay, oh boy. For real, the pictures are at least 15 years old. But then, still okay. her? It was her. So it's not a catfish. But it, well, fuck, man. You know, maybe. Oh. I didn't even really consider that th- those weren't even her at all, ever. Right, right. But it was much, much different upon arrival than it looked in the catalog. And I was like... Tough shit, buddy. You got yourself into this position and you're oh, going to have sex love. with this woman because that's what you've promised her. And I did it. And I was like, God, this is what a lot of women feel like sometimes. Like, I'm just going through this and I faked like I came. And then that was that. And it was dark. You want to talk about a hangover? I was like, this is dark. What do you think hmm. about that story? I think I, for some reason, I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for you. And I do have sympathy for Jess in these situations. And Mm. I think the difference is, I think there's this idea, and maybe it's not true. It's probably not true, but there's this idea that like, this is the only way gay guys can like meet each other Mm. is through this. So it feels like, well, I guess he has to do that. Right. Where I don't feel like that with you. I feel like you were horny and Mm -hmm. you wanted to have sex and you got to. So good for you. And look, she didn't look like she presented herself, but you still you came. Yeah. <laughs> well, still pretended to. I still pretended. Oh, you pretended. But I, you know, like for some reason, of course, it's I like, don't think. Um, I don't think at any point do I think I deserve sympathy over that whole thing. I'm just saying I found myself in a position I think people find themselves in, and mm-hmm. and I. It wasn't within me to go, oh, I don't think I'd like to anymore. Right, right, right. right. I'd rather do this thing I did not want to do it. Yeah, that is all so interesting. Because like, I would call that oh, traumatic for a girl. Absolutely. And I don't think it's traumatic for you. And, and I don't well, think it's traumatic for you. It's it was, so interesting. It was traumatic enough for me that I was the next day like, you know, of course you got in that situation. That's the wreckage of your behavior. Like, mm-hmm. this is how I know the behavior is questionable because I have wreckage. Mm-hmm. Like, I got myself in a situation that, you know, wouldn't have otherwise happened if I wasn't acting kind of addicty. Right. Yeah. If I'm just only going back to my hotel with people I've had a three-hour conversation with at a bar, yeah. I'm not shocked when we get into the room all of a sudden. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so our challenge is for me two to go dates on two for you. dates in one week. That is a lot. The reason I felt safe saying two is I feel like I've already fielded like five people who are trying to set you up with certain people. Like there's kind of a stable of people that people are trying to set you up with, isn't there? No. Well, you went on one date, so Should you can I go, go on, on that second date. Am I allowed date? to go on a second date or they have to be? Yeah, uh, you could go on a second okay. date. Can she have, have to. to initiate this? Because it's she has a week. That'd be that would be really interesting if you set the date up. I'll have to set the date right. up. I have no choice. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. That's exciting. <laughs> well, Avi Bob's laughing. And I, <laughs> I wonder what about. There's so many topics on the table he could uh, be laughing about. All right. Okay, so. so you have to go on two dates. 
in in seven this days. This seems impossible. Well, because you've been extreme. on how many in your whole life? Maybe two. How many dates have you been on in your whole life? Like five, probably. That's what I thought, five. Like so few. That's amazing. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I love it. So wait, so Jess has to, can only go on one, but is he still allowed to talk to other all these other people? No, I think he should take a week off. And I think in the days leading up to take you setting off. this oh date, <laughs> you should make a list of what you want in somebody. Oh and they can't have anything physical. So you got to tell all these people you have in rotation He's that you're going to be MIA for a week. It's easy. I have chlamydia. I'm taking pills for seven days. Cool, cool, cool. They'll all just be like, <laughs> uh, I get uh, it. Straight. Yeah, cool. straight, straight. Been there. Been there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also great. there. I'm doing it too. Oh, Fuck it. Let's do it. I got it from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just kick it down the road. He can go like, oh, I got, fuck, you have a sick father. You could just say, I got to go spend time I with do. my dad. Yeah. And you could um, kick it all down the road just one week. That's yeah. all. You go, hey, we're supposed to get together Tuesday. Can we get together next Tuesday? I don't know who's is harder. Because yours, <laughs> I'm t- petrified of yours in your narrative and your lens. Yeah. I'm, I think mine might be impossible. I think like, that about mine. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and really, it's nothing physical. So your list is going to be because I did good make sense someone of humor, on... productive. Oh my god! Uh, whatever your list is, I don't know what your list is. Mine is funny's number one or smart, funny, smart, silly. Sure, silly could be one. Do you want to tell the time that we made out, or did you tell that already? I think I've said it on here before, oh, okay, but sure. But yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, um, <laughs> when Jess and I were first meeting at the Groundlings. He was saying what a good basketball player he was. And I said, uh, well, I, I'm definitely a better one-on-one basketball player than you. And you go, there's not a chance I would destroy you. And I'm like, I would definitely beat you at one-on-one. And you said, all right, well, let's make a wager. We'll play one-on-one, 211. And if you win, I'll give you $100. And I was and broke. It, yeah, you were very broke. Mm-hmm. And if You're I were praying w- on a poor, poor girl. <laughs> Uh, I knew exactly where to zero in. <laughs> uh-huh. And then if I win, uh, you have to make out with me with tongue. Uh-huh. And For some like, time period, like a minute or two minutes? It was nine seconds or ten seconds. It was a long time. Okay. And we were in backstage at the Groundlings, so there's plenty of people that a lot saw of witnesses. this. A lot of witnesses. Mm-hmm. And you said, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And you shook my hand and almost heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, okay. And I, mm-hmm. as I walked away, it was a reveal smile like the Joker, like he doesn't even know what he's in for. Oh. Yeah, and I, and I didn't. You I sure didn't. didn't. So we get to the outdoor court you destroyed me oh so i, I wow. can't remember i, I want to say it was like 11 to 2 or that, 3 then you said you got mad <laughs> okay best out of three <laughs> you know and then you're like best out of three so we play the second game 11 to 5 okay and then i don't even think it was that high but thank yeah, you yeah and then another 11 to 2 so three games to 11 and you crushed and then yeah. we made out yeah, there was someone else there. Caitlin was there? Yeah, Caitlin was there, yeah. so it was safe for him. Mm-hmm. Right. We were yeah. on the beach. Yep. It would have felt different for me, I think, if, if it was we private. were in your bedroom together. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would yeah, have, yeah, I, yeah, I might have yeah. got like kind of yeah, triggered yeah. to my Well, my, it's a, my the trauma. same reason why. <laughs> Do you want to tell people about when we basically made out when you swallowed my loogie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we talked about that on the other show, but yes, we were driving to the podcast. Yeah. And it was in the morning, and uh, I needed a sip of something. I saw you had a Perrier in your cup holder. Oh, no. So I went, and I just started chugging it, and you panicked. You're like, don't drink that. And my first thought was, oh, there's alcohol in it. She's protecting me from relapsing. Oh, wow, Monica drinks, you know, <laughs> in, the in the morning in, the morning. Uh, in Perrier. We argued about this this weekend for quite a while. Yes, we did. 
I had zero judgment of that. I was like, okay. I mean, she's on time every day. She's sharp as hell. Uh, there's no wreckage or <laughs> fucking unmanageability about yes. this. We were arguing because he said... I'd be like, okay, that's okay. She clearly has oh. her shit together. And I was like, no, no, no. If you taste alcohol that I poured into a small, tiny Perrier <laughs> that I'm drinking in the morning in secret, I want you to be concerned about that. Got it. Well, look, I think 99 times out of 100, that is definitely a red flag that the person has a big problem. Yep. But now I have spent nearly every day with you over the last six years. And I can see you don't have any wreckage or unmanageability in your life. So I would have to say, this is interesting. This is like Seth Rogen who smokes weed all day but is productive and a great husband. Who am I to say that that is inherently wrong? If there are downstream problems as a result of your your Perrier with vodka in it, then I'm going to be very concerned about you and want to talk to you about it. Anyways, as you know, Jess, it's because she had loogied in that. (laughs) Perrier several times, and I just drank her her spit. That's amazing. And that's why she panicked. I had no idea. And also, it goes to say what I guess my uh, fantasy of you is, is because you looging in that can the way I do, like a fucking hillbilly, was completely off the table. Right. You drinking was far more on the table right. than you driving around like... <laughs> I was sick. I know you were sick, but I just that was that was outside of the realm of possibility. I know. And of course it makes me like you more because I wish you cleared your throat like an ox like I do I all know. the time and had phlegm issues. But well you I don't. do in the morning. Oh, I'd like to hear you clear out that carbon sometime. It's mainly in the you shower. Guys love gross things. <laughs> we love gross you, things. Yeah. You guys loved my doodad. Oh, oh my we're gonna talk about yeah. your doodad on here. That's a cliffhanger for the rest <laughs> of this. Yes, I agree. That deserves a three mm. episodes. Because mm. it was a three month long ordeal. Um you guys say so many nice things about all of your friends and from one of the outsiders that listen to it all the time, all of us friends want to say how much we love you and that we we think the same things about you. And we love smiling and hearing you guys talk about all of this because we feel like we're in the living room. And I love us. Thank I just you. wanted to say that. I do too. <laughs> Me too. Well, Monica loves boys. Jeff loves boys. And I love both of them. So stay tuned for the exciting results of this challenge. It's so funny because I think for most people listening, it's preposterous that either sounds hard. I mean, at least for me. It's like, yeah, you're going to go out with someone on Tuesday and then Saturday. That's oh, not a big deal. Tuesday and you, really? Just one date a week? That's going to be a challenge? Honestly, I would have to cancel tonight. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. after this happy hour, I was having a guy. I can't have sex either, right? No. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I don't get it. No. You should take uh, the time you are going to be fucking and make your list of things of what you want in a partner. Got it. All right. I love you guys. I love, love you. you.